Hi everyone. Hello. I'm Jay. And I'm Sabina. And our topic today is who is behind all my problems? Hmm. Well, Ooh. that would be interesting to know. Is that is that for everybody the same or? I would say broadly yes, but I don't want the people listening to feel that I'm directing or that we're directing it straight at them. Okay. So, yes. We talk so about ourselves. Just, we'll talk most about ourselves and if it feels relatable, take a look. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. So I saw this meme. Actually, it's such a good meme and I printed it out and I have it on my wall. I used to put it on the wall when we do workshops. Yeah. And, and it's, it's the Scooby-Doo character. I think it's Fred. And at the end of those Scooby-Doo episodes... They often, they catch the bad guy and they often go, who's been behind this, this da-da-da, who's been behind this fairground caper or whatever, and and then they go, ha-ha, it's old man Joe from the, from the ticketing booth, and they pull the mask off, you know, and they find out. But in the meme, it's Fred pulls off the mask, and he goes, who is behind all my problems? And he pulls off the mask, and it's his face looking back at him, oh, and, oh. and he goes damn (laughs) (laughs) yes that's how i feel when i discover that i'm behind all my problems yes i have discovered that too and even when even when someone else has been participating in my problems so there's been a mutual conflict i've still played a role i've still played a big role yes especially in how we experience the problem yeah. That's our biggest role, isn't it? Like, even mm. if somebody is really nasty to me without that, I have done anything. You know, it's still on me. How am I going to be with that situation? Yeah. If I get upset, then it was my choice, and therefore it's my problem. Normally, at the moment, with the patterns I'm working on, it will be this feeling... Uh, it's a misunderstanding that the person who is doing me harm in some way is purposely trying to do me harm and in some way is the enemy. Whereas when I am not in those patterns, there's a lot more love and there's a lot more compassion and there's understanding there. I often be like, I see that they did something wrong, but I also see that, well, not necessarily wrong, too strong a word, but they did something that wasn't, great for me but often they didn't mean it often my I superimposed my story about the world onto them whereas they were just going about their own story with their own little dramas yes and and so I have a lot more compassion for and forgiveness yeah to the point of uh, a friend said it the other day that when you when you forgive enough and you work on it for long enough, you realize there's nothing to forgive. Hmm. Yeah. 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 I where while you were talking, I tried to put myself into the shoes of somebody who may struggle with this a bit. And when I mean like struggle with this a bit, I mean like You know, some people kind of had very bad experiences in their lives. Mm. And so 
if they haven't been on this path yet and started to see the world with the eyes we are seeing the world, it could be very triggering. Yeah. In the way that we are not saying that it's not wrong sometimes what other people do or hurtful or damaging. But what we are saying is that we have a lot of power in looking at how we experience something. That's that's exactly right. And that's where the, the power lies. And it, it's so it's totally fine to have boundaries when you think you need to have boundaries just to say just if someone is abusive or there's something not right there we need to decide what the boundaries are what we need how we need to do that yes in our life because people that's just what we have to do yes. people might walk over us here for example if, if we don't tell our boss that we don't want to work that many hours maybe they ask us to work more hours and and yeah. those kind of things but at the same time once we've done that and we've we've sort of set those boundaries wherever we think's appropriate then to use the opportunity to reflect on what was my part in all this not that other people don't also need to change but they all change when they feel really safe to change yes and so if we work on changing ourselves we can create that safe comfortable feeling for other people to to change and it actually creates this incredible kind of spiral in those relationships with the people around you as you start to change they feel more comfortable mm -hmm. to change and things that were an issue for a really long time they they don't have to keep being an issue they can change yes. as well and we can really start little we don't have to start with the big things in our lives you know we can start with these little things like uh, a, an argument with somebody mm. where it's not like you know super traumatic but I might have an argument with my partner about something he didn't do and I wanted him to do mm. and then I can say okay so what was my part in this oh I had a, a very big expectation of him doing it and there are all these reasons why mm. he hasn't done it so that I am upset, there is there is definitely a lot I can look at myself that I am upset about it. I could say, well, how important is it? You know, um, look at his, his part of the whole situation and get understanding towards mm. him. And then also still understand myself, but say, well... Is it that important that this is done the set the, the time I want or the way I want? So, yeah, take yeah. another take a look at it from another angle. Mm. So, in lots of ways, what we're talking about is the pattern of avoiding and hiding. Mm. And so, in Renshui teachings, there's ten fundamental patterns, and then there's another twenty um, behavioral patterns. Mm. And those and these patterns are some of the common patterns that humans have and avoiding and hiding is the one of the hardest ones because it's all the stuff about us we don't want to know so mm. if we have an argument with someone else it's very hard to just to admit to ourselves later mm. I was wrong because 
and at the time, at the time, you really, when, even when, you know, when you have that argument with the other person and then they catch you out and you, you're like, you know, you're wrong, but you don't want to, <laughs> you don't, you don't want to back down at that point. Yes. So, but the thing is that so hard to see those things about ourselves because it, it brings up, oh, for example, it can bring up shame or guilt or I'm not worthy or if I admit that I was completely wrong, what will, yeah, you know, it brings up all those fears, how will people react to seeing, seeing me like this? Yeah. And so we just sort of tuck it all away and we don't want to see it. But we kind of take away an opportunity. We're taking away an opportunity from ourselves then. Yes. What what happens if I'm not wrong? You know, something happened and there's an argument and there's lo lots of upsetness on both sides. Yeah. And I might not have been wrong, yeah. but I can still look and look at myself in this same way mm. that I kind of reacted the way I did and I know it's not like we want to talk about hiding and avoiding yeah. but for some reason today I keep dripping into probably my mind and and looking at what we say here was my mind and was somebody's mind who doesn't have mm. all that understanding yet and, and and felt like but I might not have been wrong. Do you know, do you know what <laughs> you know? Comes, do you know what come to came to mind when you said that? It's quite yeah. interesting. Was you can be completely right, but you can still be wrong. If what I mean is, right now, say we were having an argument, da 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 da, and I just told you the truth about something, mm. and I'm like, ha, well, I'm right. Yes. And and you were like, you know, you're just crying and da da da, and and like, oh, he's, you know, and you knew I was right. But there would be no compassion there. There'd be no understanding because maybe the other person, maybe when they got defensive about the issue, maybe it wasn't about the issue for them, but it was about their story and how they were feeling. And maybe what they were really wanting wasn't to be right or to win an argument, but was just for some... It could be different for different people, but maybe they just wanted validation for their existence and you just trampled on them and you didn't take an opportunity to sounds a little bit hippie but to love another human being you didn't take another yeah you i see the, what, the, you're, the universe what you're trying to say put another human being in front of you and you didn't treat it as a sacred moment yes you didn't go wow i'm so grateful that this other being is here with this different worldview and different story and and instead you stick to being right Yes. So you can be completely right, but still yes. wrong. So you can, in this case, still look at the situation yeah. with the eyes we are talking about of what is my part, yeah. even if I was right. But that we went down the argument way had also to do with me, you know. You know, I'm not defending the right thing. I'm just saying it's not always that... You know, you might not have been right. You might have been right, but there mm. was still obviously a pattern there for you to react the way you did so that there happened an argument. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Yeah. And 
but we would just do our best and what I really enjoy doing but I still will admit that it's very challenging is when after any situation like including this podcast after the situation I'll often like when I get back in my car and I drive back home I'll probably do a little review probably just do a little kind of I'll just say to my heart was there anything you weren't telling yourself was there anything you were feeling that you didn't know you were feeling and then I'll ask questions to expand on that all the time from all these different things that happen just to check just I to see I your commitment <laughs> I never do that it's really fun and then now I have like, a pattern of feeling guilty <laughs> yeah see it's really fascinating and and you surprise yourself because often with that avoiding and hiding often you you don't want to tell yourself things mm. like I, I would say I don't know what number but it's definitely over 90% of my interactions with humans trigger patterns yeah something gets triggered when I'm around people so but that's totally fine mm. and I'm working on if people people listening are interested there's another way of being so in the philosophy that we practice we're wrench way teachers which is a life cultivation practice it's it's uses qigong it uses meditation techniques to bring you into a special state hmm. part of that state is the awakening of the heart when the heart awakens how you feel that's not even the end of the whole thing that's just the, almost one stage or one beginning but how you feel towards people and things is totally different you can actually feel a lot more what is going on for people sometimes it just pops into your mind and you know exactly what's going on for them and sometimes you're with you're you're just like last night I was sitting in the chair watching the, a movie and I just kept feeling so much love for my chair like my heart was just like like I love you chair like <laughs> oh my gosh that's nice yeah so there's all these different things that once th those parts of you awaken the world is a different place mm -hmm. but those patterns they're not they they block this deeper experience of what it is to be a human being from manifesting yes so a lot of us would say, a lot of us live in the world and we say, well, this is the world is like this, it's capitalist and you either, it's da-da-da and we have all these descriptions for the world and, but it's, it's just the beginning. It's not even, it's not even what it's like. <laughs> Let's try to put that into words. There's well, it's more. not how like how we could experience the world if we would experience it not from our patterns. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. yeah. There's a there's a we're not fully experiencing the world yet, humans generally speaking. Yes. yes. We're just where we're at. You could actually look at it like you could go, you know, back to Roman times when slavery was totally legal and you can go to different cultures when, like, you know, there's cultures out there that it's, like, 
for example, oh, you can't be gay or gay people are horrible. You know, those kind of cultures exist still. Not in the Roman times. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, Roman times with the slavery. And at the time, yeah. the cultural narrative was this is normal. This yeah. is normal and da-da-da. But then we know now something a little more. We know it's not normal. A hundred years from now or a thousand years from now, people will look back now and there's a lot of stuff that's not normal. Well, it will be, hopefully, you know. I think it's this not change... A I'm not, it's not a criticism. No. Yeah. So this change needs to happen for us to survive. That's my opinion, Yeah. personally. And it needs to happen probably relatively, you know, not only in a thousand years, but mm. maybe in the next 30 years, 50 years. A certain part of that change that we understand that the world is actually can be a very different world that we mm. we are able to work on our patterns in the way that we can see the world from our true self instead of constantly from our patterns which is not really the whole world it's such an restricted world and it's such a uh, unhealthy world we see and the unhealthy way of living we are doing when we live from our patterns mm. so with that heart awakening you were talking about and with the work on our patterns and w there is wisdom coming in to us humans and all of a sudden we see that actually we are somebody very different mm. to what we thought yeah. but we need to take these masks off you know we need to 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 really be honest to ourselves mm. about our patterns and that is really hard because it's like you know all of us have been for this lifetime and probably for many lifetimes been trying to keep these really tough patterns un unseen by mm. us by others and we, we, we have to see them to be able to get that change. Yeah. Seeing happen. them doesn't... A lot of us don't want to see them because we might think, well, who am I without these? Or it's, for that, mm -hmm. that's part of the journey mm -hmm. and part of the, having some hope or some trust that we are something more, that we can see those parts of ourselves that we don't want to see and we can do something about it. Yes. We can we can say, oh, I did have a really selfish thought just then, but if I look at it more closely, uh, I got scared. And, you know, we can expand on what was going on for me. Oh, I was scared. I was worried. I was worried. What will happen if I don't have enough? Something mm -hmm. bad would happen. We could ask more questions there, but we can also so we can be kind to ourselves about it. Rather than just push it away, I'm only allowed to have nice thoughts. Yes. That's where the brave, yeah. the brave honesty comes in. That we see the things we think we should either not feel or not be like. And only because we are not them. At the end of the day, we are not fear. We are not anger. But as long as this fear and this anger is still hiding... It's not going to be possible for us to say, oh, but what am I then? Mm. 
I am freedom, I am joy, mm. I am peace. And so we need to not hide them anymore. You might be able to say to yourself, well, oh, I'm a really angry person. I didn't see that. Well, then, as you get to understand more about your anger and what made you angry, maybe you could say to yourself, well, what are some other possibilities of how I could have seen that situation or how I could react instead? And you can, like, you can find other ways. Mm. Yeah. It's a, it's a process. It's a, it's a it big is. process. It's a process. Uh, there came just an example into my mind. I heard that sometime of somebody. Um, and it was like, you know, walking into a dark room. And then we, we really don't know what is in the dark room because it's mm. dark. So... We shine, we have a torch, and we start to shine that torch around. Hmm. And all of a sudden, we see all these things which might be in the room. And, you know, some things might be really nice and some things might be very scary. Mm -hmm. But only when we see what is in the room, we might be able to actually then remove that. Hmm. And, you know, it becomes brighter and brighter. Kind of like I, I quite enjoyed to hear that imagery of, you know, we have to see what we are hiding or what is hiding for us to be able to apply that change we need. Yeah, it's a beautiful metaphor. Yeah. Did you want to share that story that you told on Sunday? About my hiding myself? Yeah. Yes. Yes. So um, I had a few years ago a dream, um, or I thought it was a dream. I woke up in the morning and I had this picture in my head, and and I wasn't sure it was a dream or it was just a picture. Um, and it was like this, it looked like an alien girl, actually. Like very skinny, with a weird dress on, was no hair, was kind of like a very skinny face and big dark eyes a bit like what you would think about when you think about yeah. an alien but i just felt like it's not an alien and i told my partner about it and he kind of asked a few questions to help me to you know figure out what it is about and there came a moment when he said maybe it's you and i said oh my god yes this is me me as that shell where I am hiding mm. who I really am inside. Like I'm hiding that that light I, I am and each of us is. My little person is kind of hiding its light in this kind of monster-like kind of mm. invisible... Um, thing where um, it may feel safe it may feel that that's where it's safer yeah it was really quite a, a nice thing for me to see and so that is like a bit like a figure i imagine where i hide my yeah. light totally i get that hmm. and often those parts of ourself you know, there's that shell of 
of all those defense mechanisms because it was survival mechanisms that we've created over well let's just say over that time of being humans but actually we created survival mechanisms before humans were humans yeah you know when we were animals and then and then we're not often aware consciously aware of even the of even those survival mechanisms we're only aware of even a smaller amount of who we tell ourselves we are and who we tell tell the world that we are and so a lot of those survival mechanisms are hidden but we'll only kind of come out when we feel triggered or when we feel threatened and then we don't want to admit to them for good well for good reason because it it can threaten our survival Mm. but then underneath it all what you're describing underneath it all and that's what I was getting at before as well there's something more there's something more and that's what every person's journey is is to find that more yeah yes that's what um our human evolution hopefully is going towards too that we find this more so we can completely transform who yeah. we are and yeah. how we do things and how we live and you know war would not exist in a world where we have found who we really are hmm. so there is hope i like to if i have conflict i'm careful to say these things because because i then i'm putting high standards on myself and i definitely don't want to project project an image of perfection because that's not really true but when I when I see a conflict that has occurred between me and another person and when I'm sitting there and I'm feeling uncomfortable because often often how I end a conflict is just by going oh I'm just not just gonna avoid and hide that brush that away and not deal with that anymore but if I'm feeling uncomfortable about something I will politely bring it up in a way in a not polite's not the right word but it's it's not with the patterns i use my heart and i just bring it up and i say what happened then like mm-hmm. what happened then and try to just review it with the other person and work it out and so that something feels settled and it doesn't feel like there's conflict anymore yeah yeah especially very good if that's possible you know if it's your partner or your child or your mother or whatever um, sometimes it's not possible, but we can still sit down and do it for ourselves. Yeah, that's right. You know, and say yeah. what happened there, and even if that other part, uh, that other person might not be able to take their part of it, mm. but that's not the important bit. The important bit that we we look at our part yeah. of any conflict, and um, yeah, that can. That can do magic to, to ourselves and to even others. Mm. Yeah. So what else do we want to say here? Ah. What, you know, for some of the people out there who might say, yeah, yeah, I get it, but what do I do? How do I do this? You know, um. If I see who is behind my problems, what then? 
is it on, is just seeing it enough go on sabine's website and book a one-on-one session with her <laughs> or join a qigong class a, a yuan gong class <laughs> i love that answer well yeah that is that is a that is an option yeah but what do i do in my one-on-one session and you too in your one-on-one sessions and yeah let's just assume somebody listens to this yeah and and takes it takes who doesn't it know the answer so at the end of the day it's like we need to replace our not healthy patterns mm-hmm. there is that is the fastest way yeah to to make this change because when we when we do what we have been talking about we take the mask off we shine the light on things that's when we see what's really happening and then we need to find a way to be and to think and to act and to feel differently because it's such a deep habit i i would actually say with the with the pattern of avoiding and hiding I am a really big fan of Renshui and there's a lot of groups out there, pattern discussion groups you can join or, or teachers you can work yeah. with, different ways you can access that practice. But I would actually say for this kind of pattern and uncovering this stuff about you, working with someone that can help you through it, because it, it, my personal experience of it, it has been a little bit like pulling the the plaster off the wound or something mm. it actually has exposed a lot of it has, we've talked about it in quite a jolly way but it has exposed a lot of emotion and if I hadn't had that amazing support network and that deep understanding of the practice mm. it would have been quite hard but I had a lot of trust in the practice Yeah. and so I was like okay well I've done the preparation work now I'm ready for it some of the preparation work we do in the Renshui system You'll come across it in some of our other podcasts is the heart work. Mm. Look for anything that talks about trust or openness in our podcasts or, or uses the word heart and have a listen to those because that building up the capacity of the heart because the more it's like trust and self-love. The more I love myself, the more I can see the parts of myself that are hard to love. Yeah. And I won't run away from them because I have that trust and mm. the Qigong practice that we do that's taught me stability so I so I stay centered with it mm. as it and it if, I don't know how it works but I think the universe will give you what you can handle that's what the impression I get and so yeah. it feels but it can give but it <laughs> will test you and there's a lot there that we need to kind of free yes layers and layers and layers it's not what we're talking about here hopefully this podcast really helps you to make a break breakthrough but there's a lot more work to be done it's ongoing yeah daily yeah i think that was very well said to you know make people understand really what the work we we need to do to be Mm. able to make that change we have been talking about in this podcast so that's it so and yeah like i wish everybody um 
lots of beautiful bright light and love for this journey and i hope that everybody really wants this journey and embraces it even if it's not easy mm. but it's the way forward which can bring this beautiful light out of this monster um, hiding place facing your your patterns is more thrill-seeking than skydiving or or bungee jumping yeah and it's free you could do it right now <laughs> that's true <laughs> Okay. Totally free. Well, hear you next month. Thank you for listening. Bye.